0: of Teaching with the Body and Mind. I'm here with Joey. Hey. Tom. Hey. And Mike. Hey, Ross. And before we start our conversation, just another quick plug for our session on November 14th at the National Conference in Washington, D.C. will be the the early bird special at 8.15. So, you know, get your coffee made in your hotel rooms, stop at Starbucks, and then we'll see you for some riveting discussion, unpacking, and hopefully some, you know, some movement ourselves. Not to the Level of, like, we're going to make you do jumping jacks or anything right away in the morning. But But we'll keep you awake. But trying to be, you know, relevance and importance of learning through movement. Without further ado, speaking of movement, I want to talk about movement outside. Um, I'm actually in the process of starting a new early childhood program in southern Minnesota. And part of that involves setting up, all of it involves uh, setting up the whole space. But the outdoors. And we're, we've got... The, the benefit of having uh, a pretty rich outdoor space for size wise so we're in the process of thinking about what we what kind of equipment what kind of setup what would we want to have available with this space that's really kind of just an well former farm field that is a kind of a big sloping hill as connected to some woods so I'm going to ask each of you to kind of just reflect think back to maybe your own childhood but also as an educator now as an adult what would be your top piece of large motor equipment top thing or your are like if i'm going to design a space i need this in my outdoor space and and why would you want it
1: are you limiting us to one
0: <laughs> Not, i don't want to limit you to one i want you to just ramble as many great ideas as you can because i'm going to feverishly write them down and bring them to our program but just starting with one and kind of seeing where that takes you what would be maybe your top three
2: Well, one of the ones, uh, the first one I thought of when you when you broached the subject was uh, willow dens,
0: Mm. spaces Mm -hmm. in which children
2: can go into and not necessarily hide, but uh, I was thinking, I was actually thinking (laughs) the
1: same thing, just like some just some shrubs that they can crawl under. Hide, I think, is the
3: right word, even though like it's not hide in the sense that you you know they are completely lost and safely hidden,
1: enclosed, cozy spaces, not fully enclosed, but where they feel enveloped
3: right I,
2: I was in the uk four summers ago and um visited some preschools and a lot of the preschools had these willow den and they made the they made the opening so small that it was hard for adults to mm-hmm. get in
1: i have one of those willow dens and mm. anybody listening i would actually say plant some like shrubs that will naturally create these spaces Willow because tre- well no they're trees and so i now have about 50 to 100 willow trees growing on yeah. my playground. So <laughs> There's maintenance involved. Yes, but, yeah. that's a good way to say it. You so. can look up willow down yes, some things. Yes, think that... about it. Yeah,
2: yeah. So someplace where they yeah.
3: can... Right.
2: Right. Yep. The, the other thing I thought, of, I would have big bloomware. I mm. was thinking mm-hmm. the same thing, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. so funny. I was thinking
1: because on our playground, we've got um, along the fence line, we've got some pretty robust, uh, I think they're called arpavite trees. They're a white cedar. And mm-hmm. so they provide year-round kind of covering, but then we, we prune them so that like we can see legs and we know when kids are yeah, down yeah. there. But it's their kind of cozy place to be because adults don't tend to go crawl into the Arborvitae. But the kids can go in there and they are all different kinds of imaginary play spaces for them. But then I was thinking about my own growing up out east where there's lots of just glacial debris and my happiest times were just playing on various large rocks because that's another just sort of defined space you know yep. this is my room yep. that's your room or whatever the whatever the game was yeah. to just sort of use those rocks as various inspirations
0: yeah and i find oh go ahead i was just gonna say so i want and if you can add in like the why like you're kind of get like cause right. it's defined space but like what is it too about like that that really makes that willow den, that rock. And what, Mike, what you're about to share too, like why would that be something maybe... From the educator or from the adult parent yeah, standpoint, yeah. like why would this be something I would want to bring to our program?
2: So the willow den is, or those hiding spaces, are places where kids can congregate by themselves and feel like they're yep. they're they're not being watched by adults. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because so often we're being watched. By, I, I think yeah. we
3: did an episode on hiding, and it, okay. so with
2: the boulders, you are working on um, climbing and jumping and balancing yep. and. Besides the imagination part that Joey was talking about when she was a kid, it it becomes anything you want. So there's a real good physical development. Mm -hmm.
3: Plus, we talked about nooks where they feel kind of enclosed, but boulders have the same thing even though you're in the wide open, but you're on the spot where no one else Mm -hmm. is. So it also has that sense of like a place of your own. I I think I might actually start with what I wouldn't do. Mm. But but I first I also the other thing I want to say about boulders quick is people might think when they're setting up a playground like but that would be expensive but you get a landscaper to bring a boulder you compare it to getting actual playground equipment yeah it's a lot cheaper you know mm-hmm. it it actually would be thousands of dollars cheaper than getting like a you know yeah. stairs up to a slide yeah right so so what I wouldn't do is get stairs up to a slide yeah <laughs> Um, not that you wouldn't have a slide, and it sounds right. like with you have the hill, so you can embed right. a slide. Yeah, um, And you might have a slide, but those are the things that you want to limit mm-hmm. because kids want to find places to hang out, to have their little space of their own. And the commercial climbers on playgrounds are often these, like, you go up a staircase, you have, like, a walkway with large, you know, like, yeah. railings on yeah. either side, so yeah. you can only go one way. As soon as one group of kids decides we're going to sit here and this is going to be our spaceship or our uh-huh. our house, yeah. no one else can get through, and then everyone starts fighting over it. When it's logs, so that's what I was going to mention, logs mm-hmm. would be mine, and then boulders over there, and then the willow, what do you call the willow den, den Hutt, or yeah. hut over there, and the slide going down the hill. It's like suddenly there's Multiple. these places, they're their own spot, but they're also fairly open. So right. when kids want, oh, I need a space to be my... Um, a factory. Mm-hmm. Oh, this will work, or yeah. this will work, or this will work for different reasons. They'll so, find one so, thing.
2: So this the, your your idea of the stairs from commercial yeah, installations. Yeah. They're always at the same height. And they're yeah. always <laughs> at the same height. And, and right. so you, the, it's not any kind of a challenge. In fact, it makes children maybe uh, less able to to judge when when they're on uneven ground, which is the boulders right. or yep. the logs. Yeah, that's or a good whatever. part too. It's. I mean, that's.
3: It forces mm-hmm. attention. On your movement right, is basically what it does.
1: I was thinking of two um, human-made uh, pieces of equipment that you would buy and, and install, um, which I would assume everyone has swings. Mm-hmm. but That's I what I was going to say. Missing in terms something of what you, you need, there's swings. swings. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the why yeah. is that just, I mean, there's probably lots of something an occupational therapy could, therapist could tell us about building your proprioception. But that rhythmic movement, mm-hmm. I mean, you just know it's, it's soothing. Yeah. And it's kids, more the
3: vestibular sense. Because it yeah. changes your position and space yeah. so in space. So all, all your those balance. kind of scientific but, yeah.
1: reasons. But kids like them. They're fun. They help them relax. It's uh, yeah. it's social. You push them on the swings and you do little chants. Or you just sort of, ch- I mean, yeah. just sort of endless reasons. They really
3: do calm kids down. And yeah. I know teachers complain about the kid who just wants to stay in the swing. And that
1: means they really need to swing. It means
3: they really need to swing. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. So, Or I've
2: got it. No. Right. Yeah. I've got it. Right. And he wants it, so I got it. Well, I mean, and that. that's a Yeah, dip. yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Just... yeah, But anyway, so I would say swings, and you know, you could spin on your tummy, you can right. fly right. like a superhero, all those kinds of things. Um, but another piece, um, but I'm thinking, and I don't know if they have a name, I call them those rope climbers. You know, they've got the pole oh, yeah. in the middle, and then this kind of like spider web of ropes True. around them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've seen them on some neighborhood playgrounds. We're fortunate that we have one uh, on our playground. Then the why would be, I do think you want to offer chances if... if if you only have a playground space and you, you don't have another place to, to go and explore, the kids who want to can experiment with getting high yeah, off the ground, right. you know, a, a climbing experience, um, being what it feels like to be up off the ground. I think, right. I, again, scientifically, I'm not entirely sure what that is, but I think it's a little bit of a challenge. It's a risk taking. It's mm-hmm. a, just getting comfortable with it. There are times in life that you're up higher right. and you've had a little practice. Um so I think that's part of it. And then once you're up on the climber, you have a whole different perspective. You're taller. You're looking out. We all know if you have a loft, right. kids love being up in those upper spaces. And what does it feel like to be bigger in this literal different perspective on my environment? And then those rope climbers also offer... This bouncing experience. So they hold yeah. onto the sides to say, and they kind of always, bounce. Every time someone else joins yeah. in, it changes. Because sometimes what you're I'll doing. get on and bounce them, and then you're getting that kind of deep, yeah. you know, the, the, the deep pressure, um, usually like into your joints and those kinds of things, and that yeah. kind of fun of the of the bouncing. And experience. if you climbing bounce, here, but.
3: someone else can climb.
1: Yep, lots of kids. can You know, be on that, it.
3: like a lot of kids can do it, and, and one kid can climb a little bit and just stay there, and they're not yeah. in anyone else's way because you right. can go around them. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's actually it is a commercial climber, but it's one of the few where that we that are around now. Because um, I think of there used to be these like metal like, sort of dome things yeah. that used to. Yes, and be the around. the and way gravity similar...
1: works—if you fell there, you're falling in, and you're falling right. into it's other slopes, ropes, and they're yeah, they're, yeah. um
3: it's. It's um, slowing down. By right. the time you actually hit something right. hard, you've, you've. And
1: I don't experience yeah. kids falling off of them, so that's. Yeah, no,
3: I've never something. seen a kid fall off so of them. The, but that, you know, sure
2: is the swing mm-hmm. and the rope thing reminded me of uh, something I saw that was not commercially produced. But again, this was in England. Uh, uh, somebody built a climber in such a way they were like timbers, and there were ropes, and you could swing around. You could, the ropes hmm. were attached to something above, and you could swing around like different ta- ways. Like Kind of like. like ta- a human tetherball? No, like Tarzan. Hmm. Oh. You could go oh, to the more, next thing. Yeah, you could go to the next thing, to the next rope, to the next rope. I, I you know, I'd have to go back and look and see where I saw that. But it hmm. was, yeah, I mean, it was, I thought it was really unique mm-hmm. um, yeah. and challenging for the kids and uh, so inviting.
3: <laughs> Who yeah. doesn't
2: want to be Tarzan?
3: Mm-hmm. Well, to be yeah, fair, yeah. I don't know that most kids nowadays know who Tarzan is, <laughs> but they want to swing on ropes. And yeah. one
1: would need to check with their lo- local regulatory rules to see if a piece of equipment like that would would be okay. I'm thinking, right. too, of um, just times when you might do something that's more temporary. Um, so, you you know, for safety reasons, you wouldn't maybe leave something out all the time, but you could just sort of, inst- you, I mean, just having a rope that perhaps you could string between two places um, and kids can come do their own, almost like a monkey bar uh, type mm-hmm. of thing on mm-hmm. that on that rope by you know hanging or seeing if they can get their feet up over it and just those kinds of it's not quite like you're talking about with the complete swinging side to side but may, or maybe you do have a rope and you can offer a chance to hold on to it and swing but you wouldn't leave it up all the time because i don't right. i don't know for sure that that just a rope like that would be something that you could safely leave out all the time
2: right now here's one that's not equipment at all how about a mud pit
3: there you go i mean that's, that's oh, i think some... that's equipment because that would take maintenance. <laughs> you know depending where you live like right. you know like it got really dry here in minnesota well, that's true you just add water yeah right oh. but you need to have a water <laughs> sandbox suffer, so I,
1: I would probably start with sandbox okay. um, yeah if, if you didn't yeah. have a if you didn't have either i would probably still start with it yeah sandbox yeah. first just because some kids are averse to
3: tactile, although feeling of farm food. fields you often have a mud pit whether that's you true. want it or not yeah. so that's true. but yeah. the difference is you would say oh great hey here's the mud pit you know right and, Rather than trying to fix the mud pit, you just simply label it or, yep. or you know, identify it. Yep. This is the mud pit. Yep. Um <laughs> So that, that <laughs> I would think Rusty
2: that. Keeler designed a mud pit for his
3: uh, Anarchy Zone has one
2: uh, out in Ithaca. Yeah, yeah. And if listening to him talk, that was that was a very attractive place for. It.
3: I wanted to just bring up Jill Connell in her book yeah. uh, "Moving Child is a Learning Child." She says there's three pieces, three things kids should be should have is swings something that spins around I think she called it a merry-go-round mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. then um, seesaws you know and mm. again nowadays they're often those spring ones that don't quite <laughs> go up and down yeah but um but well, that you can, idea you,
2: you can just have you can just have a well stump. you get the log that I you said. can just get the <laughs> yeah. stump and planks yeah and exactly then it, the kids will naturally create that's those. what
3: i would say yeah i so last year i had this guy just i said i want planks that will take the kid's weight and they're heavy so it's hard to move one kid it's hard for one kid to move yeah and so he got he did 12 inch wide cedar planks four feet long mm-hmm and it's true. Like, those kids, it took two kids to move them, or one kid had to, like, drag it. It was yep. like so heavy. But they used it for everything. They could yeah. put it on a stump, and it was a seesaw. They could cover, like, two stumps, and it was like a roof. You know, they they did a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they just they played with those all the time. But, yeah, I would say planks would be great.
1: And one thing, just, I think we're wrapping up, but uh, you already have, and somebody can't really buy, but if you have already. You mentioned you have a hill. Yeah. And uh, I think hills. I mean, so if you could yeah. just find a hill, if you could think about your outdoor space, where can you go? And there is a hill, rolling down it, running down it, bringing your toys, and seeing what happens when they roll down it. Yep. Uh, Watch were, the mud go down. If you're a place yep. where you have winter yep. time, sledding in the winter, uh, the work of just going back up of it, up it. Yep. Um, again, it's just also another chance of perspective, right? What it looks like at the bottom, what it looks like at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have a hill, don't overlook. Don't overlook the, and you know, for really little, if you've got infants and toddlers, you probably could make a hill for them. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, um,
3: yeah. And I think sometimes, like commercial, like if a center is being created, like you're creating one, oftentimes the landscape architect will come in and say, okay, so we'll flatten this out so we can make (laughs) a playground, put a playground in. And it's like, no, no, no. Like there's a hill there. Don't get rid of the hill. Right. But sometimes that's the, the inclination of a landscape architect if they're not told no this right. is we want this mm-hmm. right. or even add a two foot berm because we have little kids that, mm-hmm. that'll be mm-hmm. their
0: mountain so. wonderful well this was great uh, I, the excitement that I received and <laughs> just listening was I felt it was not just channeled only from developmental places but also your own places of joy maybe from things you've done or things you've seen children do so thank you everybody for your thoughts and ideas and people on facebook if you have other suggestions or things feel free to add them and discuss uh discuss there thanks again and we'll see you next week thank you for listening to teaching with the body and Mind. we'll
3: be back again next week with another episode music is by big wheel popcorn